If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. This is an ode to the glass noodle. You may be glass only in name, but our love for you is crystal clear in every Bibigo Korean dumpling. Your tantalizing texture tickles the taste buds. And while you are see-through, the world can't help but see you. The Glass Noodle, one of many obsessively crafted ingredients in every plump and juicy Korean dumpling from Bibigo. Go handcrafted. Go Bibigo. Authentic Korean dumplings now in the freezer aisle. This is Podco Media Networks. On episode 87 of Confessions of a Marketer, we're still Googling. Hi, it's Mark Reed Edwards. Welcome back to Confessions of a Marketer. Victor Machado of Post and Wall is back in to wrap up our Google My Business chat. We will get to that in just a moment. Next time, Joe Martin of Cloud App is here to chat about using video and visuals in your marketing. Plus, we have fellow podcaster Ben Shapiro in to chat about, well, podcasting. Mitch Duckler will be here to chat about differentiating your brand. Steve Rendazzo will talk about experiences. And David Lemley will join me to talk about retail marketing. And he'll also share some stories about the early days marketing Starbucks. We launched Podco Media Networks on August 1st, and in addition to Confessions of a Marketer and the Innovation Podcast, we now have three other podcasts, Demystifying Data with Chris Clegg, My First Job with John Chang, and Mondays with Roger, hosted by Roger Entner. You can head over to podcomedia.com to listen and subscribe. If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today. Okay, on to more about Google My Business. Victor Machado and I continue our chat about GMB and examine the role it plays in the life of a business. Plus, we discuss some quirks we've all seen in searching for businesses, how to go about hiring an agency to help you with GMB, and lots more. So let's get to it. There's a critical difference between Google and Facebook and Yelp. Google is, for many people, the internet, the web, it's where they start when they search for something. And the results may be a Google result that keeps them within that ecosystem, but the results also might be a Facebook review or a Yelp review. So Facebook and Yelp, to a certain extent, exist at the mercy of Google, and Google is trying to disintermediate them with this move. Yeah, well, we've seen some very interesting things on the the Google side. And actually, I shared this with somebody else in a different market on our team. I said, hey, you know, I've I've opened up, you know, my browser. I've gone to Google to search something. And if I click on it, right, if I'm looking at 
a product related to one of my hobbies. I've been finding, and I don't know if, if you've experienced this yet or not. Is that decorative scarves? <laughs> I love decorative scarves. I look for, when, when the wind is blowing, fantastic. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tremendous. So when I'm looking for decorative scarves, what what happens is no matter you know if I if I click on the the search result that I think is going to be most interesting, I'll click on that. It'll actually redirect me to either another site, and I've had a lot of redirects to Amazon, which I'm like, what what just happened here? Like it opens yeah. up completely separate. Have you been experiencing that? Yeah, Amazon is attempting to take over the internet because they host most of the assets that people have on the internet, so they can easily do that, I guess. <laughs> well, I don't here's, know. <laughs> here's here's something else that I've been experiencing, and I don't know if it's because of, you know, the obviously the work that I do and, and how active I am and how well cataloged I'm sure my entire life is to all these search engines. One of the other byproducts I've actually noticed is the upper left-hand corner of the browser shows like a mini window into another search engine. And who would you guess that is? Boy, I don't even know where to start because there's so many of them, right? There aren't that many, but I'll tell you that. Bing. There you go. <laughs> when that first happened to me, I thought that there was some kind of an error. <laughs> like I, literally, I literally shut down my, my entire machine and reboot. I was like, there's no way that could have happened. And I duplicated it, right? Yeah. So, two, so two things now have happened through Google searches, right? I'll search for something that I want. I'll, Google will identify something that I actually want to go see. And when I click on that, instead of taking me there, it'll redirect me to either someone who's paying Google a lot of money or to Amazon, who has a lot of money and is, I'm sure, paying a lot of money to Google. And then every once in a while, there's this really weird alien abduction experience where in the upper left-hand corner, there's that little window. And if I click in it, it opens up a whole new tab to a Bing search engine. That, by the way, is cataloging the same results as what I had on my Google search. It's interesting because I've had similar experiences with Yahoo searches suddenly cropping up, and both Bing and Yahoo have made their search engine look so much like Google that initially, because you're focused on the content down at the bottom or middle of the page, you don't notice that it's a uh, yahoo or bing branded page right it's uh I, you know i pull out a, you know putting out a call to all marketers if if you know what this new thing is you know reach out to confessions of a marketer and, and get on because i i find it fascinating and uh i almost wonder because I've, I've talked to folks who are non-marketers and they're like i have no idea what you're talking about so i don't know if it really is kind of based on just how active you know we are here at our agency and having that kind of experience on our devices, but it's uh, something's going on. So how do you help clients make this a priority? And are there any services that you offer them? Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, this isn't, does not take up a, a big bulk of our time in, in space per se, but, you know, for instance, one of the features inside of Google My Business that a lot of folks overlook and frankly, most of the platforms have kind of these little specialized features that a lot of folks overlook, but that if you actually leverage and enable, will actually really help you out. So one of the things that the Google My Business tool offers is a website. And you say to yourself, I already have a website. I have a professional website. I'm not going to enable a 
frankly, it's, it's a little gawky looking. It's not great. It has a couple of templates. However, what if you have a key product or a key service and you basically create a referral site to your website? Like a landing page. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So in essence, you even are able to generate and create a referral page to your main website where you really want folks to land. And uh, again, it just becomes something that is good to do and, and to have and to enable. So, you know, when we get into those kinds of engagements, depending on where the client wants to go, I'll tell you, this does not come up as a topic, right? This comes up as a topic if we observe certain things about their business and what their goals are. So, for instance, onboarding or bringing this, this business to the U.S., um, they're going to need something like this. This had to be part of the conversation and, 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 and whatnot. So, it, uh, you know, it's a case-by-case basis, but it's, again, it's good hygiene. Yeah, it seems like Google is making the life of a business person more complex, but they've got the goal of making the life of a business person easier. But I think maybe you have to get over the hump first before it makes your life easier. I think that there are a lot of tools on individual platforms and I think that everyone starts off with this kind of, you know, promise message of making things easier. Certainly these things aren't very hard to accomplish, but they do become a lot of things that take up your time. Yeah. I think from a, uh, you know, business perspective, you have to figure out at some point if you want to have someone internally who's dedicated to kind of curating your brand, managing it and rolling it out. Or if you want to, you know, look at a business or an agency that that does some of of those things and to focus on it, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's like even here as an agency, right? I mean, we're marketers and we're probably, we take care of ourselves last, right? It's always about the client's work. So you're right. There's always something to do. There's something new to take advantage of. You know, I I wouldn't say that these tools make things hard. It's only hard based on the amount of time that you really have to dedicate to some of this stuff. But a lot of times, frankly, folks set this up, you know, they set it and they forget it. What really this new focus on Google My Business is, and and again, it all goes back to the algorithm because this is not a, a new tool set. What makes it different now is how Google is actually recording these citations and scoring them. And and by the way, in fairness, you know, if you do a search on a business, you might actually get a Facebook, the business's Facebook page come up as part of the search results on, on Google. Right. right? right, And that's because that business has been more active on Facebook. And here's the thing, right? Google actually, your business posts on your Facebook business page are actually recognized as citations that are associated to your business. So it's not a complete, you know, although there are a lot of places where you can be, uh, at least know that if you are operating an active business page on Facebook, that if you spend enough time on that as well and putting out your content and pushing it, that those citations are also being picked up by search engines and they're appearing as part of the results related to what you do. So not all hope is lost. 
<laughs> I was imagining the old joke about I'm from the government and I'm here to help you has become I'm from Google and I'm here to help you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can insert a couple of different names into that one these <laughs> days, but uh, absolutely agree. Well, thanks for joining me, Victor. I really appreciate it. And there was a lot of time and thought that you put into this discussion. I really appreciate that. No, Mark, I appreciate being invited on. Thanks. All right. Next time, Joe Martin will be with me to chat about using video and visuals in marketing. So stay with us. This episode of Confessions of a Marketer was written, produced, and edited by yours truly. T. Jordan of A-Class Productions wrote the theme music. Confessions of a Marketer is a trademark of Podco Media Networks, and this episode is copyright 2019. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. See you next time. You've never tried to eyeball six feet as often as you do now. You wear a mask, you wash your hands, and you've stayed within the walls of your apartment for more hours than you care to add up. But unless you live in a smoke-free building, you're not exactly home free. Secondhand smoke drifting through the cracks in walls or sink drains carries toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. And right now, lung health is key. Go to tobaccofreeca.com to learn how to stay safe.